Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Twitter's never going to ban Donald Trump by Ashley Feinberg. Minnesota Representative and Deputy Chair of the DNC Keith Ellison recently called on Twitter to ban Donald Trump once and for all, joining countless publications who have made the same demand. And currently, nearly 72,000 people have signed an online petition asking for the same. Unfortunately for all those dreaming of a Trump-free Twitter, it is almost certainly never going to happen. The case for banning Trump from Twitter goes something like this. He consistently violates the site's terms of service up to and including the incitement of violence. Simple enough. The case for letting Trump keep his account gets a bit murkier. He's having a real-time conversation with the world, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey told CNN, and I think that's something we should learn from. Twitter has also asserted that having Trump on Twitter is good and that the more that happens, the better we are going to be at showing what's going on in the world. None of which means very much and doesn't address the actual issues that Trump's Twitter behavior raises. In truth, it should be a simple conversation. Trump may be good for business, but his ability to inspire swarming masses of trolls makes his continued use of the platform dangerous. Twitter has already banned Milo Yiannopoulos, right-wing troll Chuck Johnson, and self-declared anti-feminist writer Robert Stacey McCain for abusive behavior. So, Twitter's rules do seem to apply in some cases. Just not apparently for Trump, who has violated Twitter's terms of service enough times to get banned, or at least suspended, several times over by now. No, really, we checked. Twitter claims that users may not use our service for any unlawful purposes or in furtherance of illegal activities. Whoops! Back in March, during the first Trump Care debacles, both of Donald Trump's Twitter accounts, at RealDonaldTrump and at POTUS, sent out tweets urging the American people to contact their representatives in support of the AHCA. From President Trump's POTUS account, We must repeal and replace Obamacare for the millions that are suffering. Tell your rep you support AHCA. And from the Real Donald Trump account, We are taking action to repeal and replace Obamacare. Contact your rep and tell them you support AHCA. White House produced video accompanied both tweets. 
As it just so happens, the appropriations bill includes a section specifically prohibiting this. No part of any funds appropriated in this or any other act shall be used by an agency of the executive branch other than for normal and recognized executive legislative relationships for publicity or propaganda purposes and for the preparation, distribution, or use of any kit, pamphlet, booklet, publication, radio, television, or film presentation designed to support or defeat legislation pending before the Congress, except in presentation to the Congress itself. Even the White House couldn't defend it much. When asked whether the tweets constituted a violation, Sean Spicer told reporters, it is not the president, it doesn't, that is not applicable to the president, no. Of course, it is explicitly applicable to the president, considering that he effectively is the executive branch. As Scott Amy, general counsel at the Project on Government Oversight, told Think Progress, based on the letter of the law, the lobbying provision would apply to the White House and any White House official. Any lobbying for the health care bill violates that ban. Otherwise, take your pick of tweets in which Trump uses his public office for private gain, which specifically violates the Code of Federal Regulation. Like the multiple times when Trump promoted his private for-profit club, Mar-a-Lago. Violent Threats According to Twitter, you may not make threats of violence or promote violence, including threatening or promoting terrorism. But perhaps you remember Trump's CNN tweet. In isolation, the video seems mostly meaningless, if not harmless, but taken in context of Trump's ongoing war with the media, his history of calling for violence against those he finds issue with, and the recent physical assault of a Guardian reporter, the tweet arguably constitutes a promotion of violence. And as Twitter itself says in its hateful conduct policy, context matters. Harassment Twitter says you may not incite or engage in the targeted abuse or harassment of others. As the New York Times has documented, Trump has targeted 337 different entities on Twitter, including a recent barrage lobbed at TV host Mika Brzezinski. I heard poorly rated at Morning Joe speaks badly of me. Don't watch anymore. Then how come low IQ crazy Mika along with Psycho Joe came to Mar-a-Lago three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me? She was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. Trump had previously referred to Brzezinski as crazy and very dumb, crazy, a clown, very insecure, off the wall, a mess, not very bright, neurotic, and someone who, quote, has gone wild with hate. Twitter even makes a point to note that its harassment policy includes inciting others to harass another account. Like, for instance, Trump's attack on Indianapolis union leader Chuck Jones. Chuck Jones, who is president of United Steelworkers 1999, has done a terrible job representing workers. No wonder companies flee country. Jones told IndyStar he then received calls from Trump supporters calling me names, wanting to know if I have children, he said. I better watch out for myself, and they know what kind of car I drive, that I better watch out for my kids. Again, exactly the kind of behavior that pushed Twitter to permanently ban Milo Yiannopoulos. Hateful conduct. Let's look at some things Trump has said about Muslims on Twitter. On December 10, 2015, 
The United Kingdom is trying hard to disguise their massive Muslim problem. Everybody is wise to what is happening. Very sad. Be honest. On March 22, 2016, incompetent Hillary, despite the horrible attack in Brussels today, wants borders to be weak and open and let the Muslims flow in. No way. On November 30, 2016, ISIS is taking credit for the terrible stabbing attack at Ohio State University by a Somali refugee who should not have been in our country. In that last instance, it should be noted that the perpetrator, Abdul Razak Ali Artan, had been a legal permanent resident since 2014. Twitter also makes sure to note in its policy that it absolutely does not tolerate behavior that incites fear about a protected group. Inciting fear about specific groups of people is one of Trump's only consistent platforms. And, as you just heard, he clearly hasn't shied away from using Twitter for that same goal. We asked Twitter why it allows Trump to continue using the site despite what appear to be clear violations of its rules of conduct. A Twitter spokesperson kindly elucidated for us, We do not comment on individual accounts for privacy and security reasons. At this point, it's almost absurd to litigate Trump's specific violations. Doing so requires pretending that Twitter actually intends to apply its rules to all of its users equally. Granted, and to Trump's credit, he has not yet impersonated someone on Twitter, nor has he released another person's private information, at least not in a tweet. He also hasn't violated copyright law or used his account to spam followers with links to his weight loss program. So he hasn't violated every rule just yet. Still, if Twitter were ever going to ban Donald Trump, it has plenty of cause. It's just lacking desire. And there's no reason to expect it to find that anytime soon. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.